Hello, and welcome to a live studio audience episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. Yeah. I am a Tiny Habit certified coach. Ooh. I am a Thrive Global certified coach. Yeah. I gotta, maybe I gotta cut it down, use initials <laughs> instead of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just so certified. Well, the, oh, the this pro- is taking so much time. The problem with Tiny Habits Coach is it's THC, which I'm not. I'm not. Oh, initials yeah, go no. in bad directions. So I'm a Tiny Habits Certified Coach. I have lost over 100 pounds. I've kept it off for a really long time. I am super excited. And I am here today with Donald Weigel. And uh, my certifications are easy because I have none. <laughs> Stop selling yourself short. You're the I, man on the well, ones and twos. I've lived it though. I've yeah, been out there on the, the streets living it while you've been like in your high, you know, ivory tower classroom covered man. with covered with ivy, ivy, <laughs> ivy. Colored. I was wondering what I was covered with. <laughs> yeah, no, your tower, your ivory tower okay. is covered with ivy. It's an ivy ivory tower. Okay, and um, uh, you've been studying the books. I've been out here on the streets living it because oh. I lost a hundred pounds. Whoa. <laughs> And I've kept it off for... Man, we're the good cop, bad cop (laughs) duo of weight loss. Yeah, I don't know why I got so aggro. It's fine. I don't know. I just, I think I felt like attacked by by your certifications. Sorry. They're (laughs) our certifications. We're married. So you get 50% of my certifications. Is that how that works? Sure, it is. But this is is We Only Look Thin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I've lost a bunch of weight. I kept it off for a long time. And we're here to talk about it. We are. And uh, we're coming on down... We're asking, inviting you to come on down with us to uh, participate in today's game show. Yeah, yeah. And that game show is the Newlywed Game. Newlywed Game. Was there anything better than thinking you would win some sort of ATV vehicle yeah. uh, when you were a kid homesick from school? Yeah, I just did a, a little bit of research for this episode and watched uh, about half of an old, like early 1970s half. episode. Well, they're only 20 minutes long. Oh. So I watched about 10 minutes of it. The newlywed game. You know, without commercials. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's pretty dated. Let me tell you some (laughs) of those questions, you know, Uh, the, like one of the questions was, will will your wife say that she looks married or looks single? Oh, you know, I was actually, uh. Too busy looking at uh, Mr. Bob Eubanks. Oh, I yeah. I think he might have been an early crush of mine. He's a good really? looking man. Oh, that's he's interesting. A fine looking uh, host. That is of a interesting. Show. Yeah. But yeah, do you look single or do you look not single? Well, yeah, I don't know. I well, I don't think that that's like really a thing. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the early seventies it was a thing. Yeah, and yeah, one of the one of the guys was really insulting about his wife looking married now. <laughs> Just sort of like she's really taken to this looking married thing. Yeah, we actually we had it didn't a, sound good. We had a we have a friend had a friend who will remain nameless. Who at one point we had him over for uh, Thanksgiving or something. He's like, "You're so lucky you're married. Like you and Donald, you can just let yourselves go now. Like I still need to work yeah. on myself." I was, little insulted but maybe also there was some truth in that yeah there there might have been um you know there's a lot of things that you gain when you're in a new relationship there are there are but uh and i know we're talking newlywed gain (laughs) yeah uh uh, but we're also (laughs) i'm gonna take us over 
to the other studio, Studio B, and take you over to the Family Feud for yeah. this one. Yeah, we only look thin as expanding. We, <laughs> we we have the studio that is our living room where we usually record, and now we're we're moving to Studio B. Yep, for, Studio for, B, and yeah. uh, Mr. Richard Dawson, not a heartthrob, but you know. He's still, he was a good host of uh, The Family Feud. And uh, so the top five things that you gain in a uh, in in a new relationship, oh. a new new marriage. We're, oh, we're I didn't know we were doing there. this. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing this. Yeah, survey says. Yeah. Uh, so uh, number number the lowest one d- doesn't it go from five? Yeah, number to five. One? Yeah, the most popular answer is number one. Okay, so uh, I'll leave number one to you. But uh, uh, the 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 bottom four are uh, in-laws. Mm. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I almost just, I was drinking some coffee and I almost just spit it all over the microphone. Sorry. Okay, yeah. uh, you get in-laws, uh, a new best friend. Oh, I bet oh! all the, the ladies in the audience said that. The dudes probably you, didn't. You really are my best friend. Uh, new traditions. Oh, yeah. Okay, health insurance. Oh. oh zing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We just got that when we got together. Yeah, we just, yeah. I don't know, I think, you know. It was like it came with the marriage yeah. certificate. But Donald, on the board, uh, which I'm not sure who I'm trying to sound like right now, but on the board, what would you say the number one gain survey says? Weight. You gain weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and sadly, you know, I did some research because it's, it's kind of my thing. I like I like studies and numbers. It and, never and occurred facts. to me to research yeah. this episode. And um, there was one study I found. It was uh, it, it was a poll which questioned the behaviors and weight gain trends of two thousand people in relationships, and. This 2,000 people that were surveyed, the average poll participant had gained 36 pounds oh. since they first started dating their current significant other, and they gained 17 of those pounds in the first year alone. Oh, boy. And then, this this is the, the really, like, you know, sort of shocking one um, for me, that there was another study that found that happily married couples actually gained more weight <laughs> than unhappily oh, married ones. That in the explains early days of their why relationship. Why I gained hundred and thirty pounds. I made you so happy. Oh, so happy. <laughs> it was just bliss. <laughs> Those early days. And I think the answer here, however is clear. It has revealed itself. Oh, I have no idea what you're going to say. Yeah. I'm very scared right now. Don't fall in love. <laughs> Just Don't avoid avoid love altogether. Like, I think Romeo and Juliet might be alive today oh. <laughs> had they not fallen in love with each other. Wait. <laughs> they would be about 450 years old. <laughs> I thought but, you were going to say 450 pounds. <laughs> but they would be alive today if they just had not You know that those were fictional characters, right? It's not. <laughs> you're, you're stepping all over my bit here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had this planned way before we started recording. They to, would have died of cholesterol-induced uh, comas or something no if they hadn't fallen in love they would still be alive because they wouldn't have gained weight which obviously was i've never read or seen romeo and juliet so i don't know why they died but you don't know (laughs) if you know why they died survey says yeah Yeah. but uh no in all seriousness oh we're beyond that my friend (laughs) we have gone over into the obscure but uh but yeah new relationships uh i'll talk about mine 
uh, for a moment. You have a new relationship you're going to tell me about? No, the old relationship that was once new. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're we're almost at 25, aren't we, Donald? Yeah, our 25th anniversary is coming up fast. Yeah, speaking of other things at 25, it's been 25 minutes since we made a good good point in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least 25. At least 25. But honestly, when we, you know, when one is in the blush of a new relationship, whether it is uh, your your first or your last, your last new relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of it like that. This is my last relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when you're in a new relationship, you might, maybe you're going out to eat. Maybe you're having brunch. Maybe you're doing that thing, uh, making breakfast in bed. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you are going out and uh, trying new restaurants. Now that you're in a new relationship, well, and I think I think food is is a way in which couples bond, and I think you know you and I really bonded over food because I think we both you know struggled with our our food you know for lack of a better term our food addictions our food issues for most of our lives, and I think that that it was just sort of hey, I found somebody else who also just yeah. loves to make everything revolve around food and eating. Like, let's do this. <laughs> well, and and sort of like that Ouija board thing of nobody really makes the decision. It's just sort of like, hey, yeah. let's go out to eat. I'm tired. I'm whatever. And we enabled one another's proclent- no, oh, proclivities. Proclivity. Yeah. Darn yeah, it. No, I tried to use that it. word before and it didn't work. Um, uh, I think you did a great job with it. Um, and, you know, we're partners. And so I came well, in and, and helped out You're at the end there. You're very supportive. Uh, but and I think also, if if we're being honest, can I be honest? You may. With you and with our sure. listeners. I think that in hindsight, and I, I don't think I would have consciously admitted this to myself at the time, but I used to, uh, I know I used to, and I think you did too, sabotage, yeah. you know, the situation. Like you would, you would, there would be times where you would be like, okay, we are doing this. We are, we're going to eat well. We're going to go to the gym. And, you know, then, then I would be like, you know, what might be nice would be like Chinese takeout. Yeah. And, and, you know, then and you I think would do the same thing to me and I I could almost never say no yeah. when when the idea you know it wouldn't be like hey let's get takeout it would be like you know what I could really go for you know what I could also go for that huh that's interesting takeout yeah well and I I think too early in relationships even when you're married I mean I didn't want to tell you my weight yeah. For the first 20 years we were oh, that's true. married. That's like, true. I didn't know how much you weighed. No, yeah. like we did not talk about that. And I think in new relationships, you start out with what is your religion? Maybe that – obviously I haven't been on a first date in a really long time. <laughs> yeah. What is your religion? Not, not in this century. <laughs> um, but – you know, you talk about religion, sports teams, politics. Are you a cat dog or a uh, – a fish dog. No, what was I going to say? Cat a cat dog <laughs> or a fish dog person. Yeah. Are yeah. you a cat person or a fish person? <laughs> I yeah. am not on a good first date cat right now. Cat person or a dog person. There we go. Yeah. Man, you are really good at this. But you talk about like, you know, sports teams and religion and that kind of thing. But you don't talk about finances. You don't talk about food addiction. That's not really a first date sort of thing. And I, yeah. I felt a lot of shame around my disordered eating. Hey, do you secret eat behind cabinets? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> no, 
but it, it's almost like you're in a relationship. You've heard relationships last a long time, but you don't really go into those darker parts of yourself as yeah. much. And so we keep so much secret. I just think I, I think that I would have been afraid that that you would have just immediately like broken up with me and stopped seeing me like in those early days if I had if I had just gone straight for the food issues. And and also even you know, like, you know, 25, 28 years ago, whatever it was. You I don't, don't remember <laughs> I don't remember how long we dated. Um the I think that I I don't think I had a real grasp of what my issues were. Like yeah. I don't think I really understood all of the things that I was that I was doing. No, and when we feel shame about our food addictions that we don't even know we have, it like you said it's not something that really comes up in conversation. And I think too, uh, speaking of the newlywed game, yeah. um I think I had an idea of what a marriage was supposed to be. It's sort of a like a oh, car- yeah. cartoon shallow version you know it's like oh well you you get married and then you're married and what do married women do well they they cook for their husbands i mean and this was a long time ago yes they do (laughs) this was a long time ago but you know you're just like well i'm the homemaker and this is what you know i show love with acts of service like my that is my love language so acts of service is i'm going to make us dinner i'm going to make us breakfast uh you actually used to make really good breakfasts yeah uh, high caloric delicious breakfast high caloric indeed (laughs) but also that quality time together is let's go out to eat let's go you know wine tasting let's get you know let's go to las vegas and eat stuff because that's what you do in vegas right that's what they're known for food not gambling goodness i mean but but seriously like i on a recent episode we talked about how food is my number one fun yeah and that used to be what i looked forward to the most about going to las vegas it wasn't seeing shows it wasn't it wasn't gambling it was all of the all you can eat buffet situations yeah and and all of the restaurants that were just everywhere well and the cinnabon that was at the gate exit of the uh (laughs) yeah uh, at the airport the you know other people stop at the slots and i stop to get the giant cinnamon bun as big as my face uh to eat which actually was like my first priority yeah yeah for sure So when we're in a new relationship, whether that starts today, maybe this is day one of your new relationship, congratulations, you're such a cute couple. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you look great together. Yeah. But or 25 years ago, when you're happy and when things feel, you know, new and fresh and exciting, when life is good, motivation might be low to really focus on activities you're going to do together or policies you're going to make around food. Like, that's a total bummer. For sure. And maybe we think we'll magically get all of the food out of our system, but never in 40 plus years did food ever get out of my system. Yeah, there was a there was this notion, maybe this is a an urban legend, but there was this notion when I was a kid that a way to get a kid like to stop smoking was to like like put them in a closet and make them smoke a whole carton. <laughs> it was from a movie, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, it's that sort of idea. I think that that I've done that a lot of times where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to eat all of this stuff that's here already that I already have purchased. I'm going to eat it all. I'll get it out of my system. And then tomorrow I'm going to like get on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And as we're listening to, as we're listening to this, I'm not listening to this, uh, 
I'm listening to this. <laughs> uh, but as this is coming out, we're approaching Valentine's Day. And this is a time for chocolates and dinners and cheese. and Yeah, did we not mention that? Part of why we're doing a, a sort of love relationship theme episode is because Valentine's Day is right around it's the corner. It's barreling down upon yeah, us. Yeah, it seems like we were just doing our, our New Year's episodes, and now we're, we're into Valentine's Day. Right. But whatever stage of a relationship you're in, it can be really hard to bridge a subject like weight gain, weight loss, and actually getting deep into the why behind your weight. And with me, I know I gained probably 30 or 40 pounds the first year that we were married and then went on to gain another 100 pounds because I was going to school and I had all of these excuses. But it's really hard to be honest with a new relationship about your underlying issues. And I didn't even know I had an issue with secret eating or emotional eating until my 40s. Even though I was doing it, I never talked about it. And that shame and secrecy just perpetuated like decades of marriage of disordered eating behavior. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I, one of the things I, I, talk about a lot because I think it is it is crucial is that I didn't realize how much I was lying to myself for all of those years and I didn't realize how much I was sort of hoping that Catherine would be the one to initiate like getting takeout or you know going off our diet or you know so that I didn't have to feel like it was it was on me and then you know, when she didn't, it was me trying to drop hints to get her to get back on board yeah. with us, you know, eating poorly and and not exercising and did that for years and years and years. And, and I think that, you know, this is a lot easier said than done, but really look at your behavior and look at your role in in the relationship and in the enabling each other and in the weight gain and realize that there is a really strong possibility, if you're anything like me, that you are are lying to yourself and you're using lots of things as excuses to be able to indulge, indulge, indulge. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, there are relationships in which your partner might not have a weight issue at all or might be able to eat all the calories in the world and not gain any weight. And I know that there are people who have resentment about that. Like it's so easy for him to lose it. So, or he or her or they or whomever to maintain their weight. And it's not fair. And none of this is about fairness. It's about taking responsibility for yourself in the relationship. Yeah. I I see all the time on online uh, on, you know, Reddit groups and such people who who talk about how they they want to keep up with their significant other and in, in terms of food and it's just like Catherine was just saying it's just not fair like I can't eat the way they do and you know realizing that not everybody can eat the same way and maintain their weight you know it it, it is unfortunate most women cannot eat as much as most men and and maintain and it's not fair and it's not right but unfortunately that's the way it is and it's the same thing I could eat a lot more when I was 100 pounds heavier (laughs) and still – no, but I mean like I could still lose weight and eat a lot more. Yeah. You know, and and also part of it is when you're that 
much overweight, you you burn a lot more with smaller amounts yeah. of movement. And and it's it's on you know, it's one of those not fair things about facts and science and Yeah, physics, I'm gonna call but... the wambulance right now. <laughs> Boo hoo everybody. But but you have to you know, it, it is important to realize that that you are not everybody else and that you have to eat at, at a way that works for you in order to achieve your health and fitness goals. Exactly. So now that we've, uh, let's see, check off the list. We've made references to the 1970s. We've got in the chuckles. We we've, made references to the late 1600s. Oh, also. <laughs> wow, we went in the way back. Yeah. Uh, but now we're going to uh, give you some suggestions of how you might be able to change your relationship with your significant other and your relationship with food. Sorry, all of you, uh, all of you history uh, buffs out there. Late fifteen hundreds is when Romeo and Juliet was written. Sorry. How do you even know that? You don't even know the, who they are. <laughs> I missed. They weren't written. When I said they 1600s. lived, man. Yeah, that's right. Um, but one thing that that we would suggest, and this can be hard in relationships, but I think it is important that you really talk to each other. And that you make policies with each other about food. Like a couple of examples are, you know, we don't order food at the spur of the moment. Like yeah. we just have a policy, like we don't do that. We only order on the third Friday of the month is the only time that we're going to order takeout. And and you make you know, whatever policies you need to make to make it work and you don't break them um, and you stick to it. Right. And another thing that I had an issue with, and I've talked about this before, is grownups have a cocktail after work. Oh, yeah. That's what you do, man. It's like, that's what we grew up with. I mean, not, I didn't grow up having a cocktail after work, but. Yeah, it's funny. My, see- my parents hardly ever drank, but yet from television and movies, I'm under the impression that this is what adults do. Right. They, have, they make they dinner and they have a glass of wine. Yeah. But we now have a policy of we only have a cocktail on the weekends. And it works out much better for me to limit my alcohol consumption, even though it seems like, well, other grownups get to do it and it's what how people unwind. It is it does not serve my health purposes. Yeah. And you know, typically just to be clear, like it is one drink that yeah. is that is somewhere around 150 180 calories it's not you know a a 500 calorie you know hurricane <laughs> well i i tend to uh enjoy something with a little all more right well this is calories. me this is what i do right so we do yeah. different things yeah we Look, do different things we're in on the same path but taking different shoes and and we're segueing into it is okay to do things differently but at the same time, oh, together. there we go. So yeah. Donald and I often eat at different times. Uh, we eat different foods. He's vegetarian, and I'm not. I know you were talking about how your idea of marriage was that the the wife cooked for the husband, and um, I don't think that that we have done that in like you know seven years or something. No, and life is that. much better. It's much our marriage like, is stronger. Just, is that I why our marriage make, is stronger? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. I just sort of make my own food and then you make food for you and our daughter. And I uh, I don't have to deal with our daughter's food, which is great for me. <laughs> well, but I you know, and I think different family dynamics and kids and you know, who's staying at home and who's working longer hours. When Donald is on set, he might work really long hours, so we're eating at different times. So Pay attention to your family dynamic, and there are options to make a main 
portion that is for the whole family, but then have your own sides or the own, you know, the things that you can eat that fit your plan while everyone else is eating something as a main. Absolutely. And, and another thing to do is really work together so that you're not caught, and I put caught in quotes, um, without food that's on your plan. Like I I used to, you know, if, again, this is one of those things I can't believe I used to do, but being honest with myself, I would self-sabotage all the time. Oh, no, I don't have any food at home. I have no choice but to get takeout. Oh, no, I couldn't go to the grocery store and plan. I like the cartoon version of us that's just like, oh, man, what are we going to (laughs) do? But I used to act like I know, like it was happening Surprise. to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, I can't believe this happened. I don't have anything, so I've got no choice but to order pizza. Um, and you know, the truth was, I was just not taking making any effort to plan ahead. Yeah, and you know, I would go out you know, grocery shopping or whatever, and I would intentionally not eat, and then it would take too long, and it'd be like, oh, boy, I've got no choice but to grab something, you know, fast on the run yeah. that was, you know, the the 2,000-calorie surprise from the local fast food place, and I would do that to myself all the time. So really, you know, planning together, having a a frozen meal on hand, having something that's always there you know, for those lucky moments when, <laughs> when, when you need it, that, that keeps you on the plan that you really want to be on. Well, and part of that planning too, is looking ahead together and seeing what food attunities oh, you yeah. have on the horizon. Um, we have uh, some events next weekend, uh, a kid's birthday party, and uh, then the Super Bowl is coming up. And usually we plan ahead to have something more decadent yeah. for the Super Bowl. But we also generally rebound for the first half of the Super Bowl and then have a treat. So it's sort of working together to make sure that we still get the indulgences that we want and plan for, but not in a way that is suddenly, you know, every single day is a party. I know every day is like we're newly in a relationship, Donald. It's yeah. really gross. But that doesn't... <laughs> it's kind of gross. I don't know. Our daughter gets mad that we actually oh, yeah. love each other. See? I know. It's weird. <laughs> I know. it's uh, Maybe it's not dramatic enough or cool for her cool kid friends. Yeah, I'd like to think that she's pretending to be upset <laughs> because, because it's not cool to like appreciate that her parents love each other yeah but anyway it's kind of gross man but we we digress but it, part you're ruining of, my life <laughs> yeah exactly part of part of this moving on is oh, okay. to to <laughs> is to really talk to each other about your growth mindset and try and build that together like really focus on the kinds of of people that you want to be in the future and and you know i think it's important to daydream together about hey you know when when we're in our 70s we you know we still want to be able to like you know climb the steps at the machu picchu or yeah you know um not that we've done that yet no but, but we've climbed steps places yeah but we we still want to be able to do those things and still want to be able to travel those things and still want to be able to you know carry our own groceries up the stairs and you know just e- even little mundane things like that like but you know dreaming together of a future where where we still have our mobility and our our you know zest for going out 
to life rather than just sitting and and watching TV all the time. I'm not sure zest is one of the adjectives that I would <laughs> give either of us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for other we're, people, we're, zest we're, might. We're zestless. <laughs> we're zestless. Yeah, I don't see that as an adjective that really resonates with me, but I, I find you zesty. You're good. <laughs> I find you zesty. Gross. Like sounds like a salad dressing. That was that was what got you to date me in the first place. <laughs> I was like, hey, you're pretty zesty. Zest de vivre. <laughs> oh my god. No, see, but, you start speaking French and you lose me. But I think that that initial, you know, that not shyness, I guess, but that sort of keeping your cards close to the vest when you're first married of not really wanting to share what I struggle with, what my sensitivities are, my, you know, the weight on the scale. I think when we're starting out, there's so much that we keep from one another because we want to show the best parts of ourselves. But then the honeymoon's over, man. Yeah. And getting to that part of like of any relationship where you're actually just honest with one another, it really does change the relationship. And I think in the last seven years that we've sort of knocked down these barriers, it's really strengthened our relationship where we can actually have those deeper conversations and admit, you know, the secret eating and really focusing on the kind of person you want to be, the kind of relationship you want to have, and knowing that you don't actually have to do the same things every day. Donald and I follow different plans, but support one another and are there for one another to bounce ideas off of. And it really helps strengthen our relationship to know that we don't have to go and do everything exactly the same. Well, and I think to to that you know, to add to that, I think the final sort of, you know, point slash suggestion I wanted to make is we spent many years going on diets together. Yeah. And, and it would be like, okay, we're going to do this diet and we're going to lose some weight and then we're going to go right back to where, and, and we would, we would never really like, you know, follow through the whole way. Yeah. Now we work to build a lifestyle together. Yeah. And even though we do somewhat different plans, we eat different foods, um, we are working together to build this healthy, consistent, sustainable lifestyle together rather than just temporarily going on a diet. And I think that's also been a real key to why we've been able to, you know, lose the weight and keep it off for as long as we have. So I know we've thrown a lot at you this episode, but really do think about what policies you might be able to make that would benefit your relationship. Make sure you plan ahead for those special occasions that really do matter, like Valentine's Day, if that is your bag. Yeah, bringing it back. Yeah. Or the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, Be okay with having separate meal plans, different things that you do. Look for activities that you can do on your own and together. It's not like you have to do everything together all of the time. And really, what future do you see for yourselves? What trajectory are you currently on and how could you shift that? Yeah. Because it really does matter. This isn't a vanity project. This isn't something to be embarrassed about. This is one of the core issues in a relationship. Yeah, for if sure. you're if you're looking at catfish or dog 
<laughs> cats or whatever I said at the beginning. Don't get catfish in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but really, this isn't just about you know you know keeping secrets from one another. What you're gonna say is no. I just I I actually wrote down. You said cat dog or fish dog. <laughs> okay, thank you. Donald keeps copious notes uh, yeah. to use against me in a court of law. I That's think. right, Your Honor. <laughs> on January. So get out of that honeymoon phase. That's right. I'm saying it. Get out of that honeymoon (laughs) phase and start getting real with one another because our relationship has gotten better. And I look forward to getting to our 25th wedding anniversary feeling the same way. I look forward to that too. (laughs) And I also look forward to you, the listener, uh, listening to more episodes of this show. Thank you so much for listening to this one. We are grateful to you. Um, I truly... It is amazing to me that people out there from all over the world listen to this show every week, and uh, I really am grateful for it. Um, You can find our episodes, all of them still are available wherever you uh, find podcasts, and also on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click the link to join our support group to find out more about Wolt Play. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. Sorry, bros. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> there just wasn't much participation with men in the group when yeah, we had them we, before. Yeah, we had some men in the early days. and, and Lovely men. Yeah, great men. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, it's just, I don't know. The vibe is just different. I don't know what the what it is with, with us, us dudes, but... <laughs> Bros. Yeah. Well, I, I think you look, can. I really like. I really like to, you know, peruse you know, the the Lose It group on Reddit, for example, and and that sort of thing. But but the uh, participation in our group is is different. Yeah. No. And I I like that we only look thin place. Well, place is only women because I feel like there's a certain amount of candor that you can have where you might not want to share with bros. Yeah. So Donald is an admin in the group, but he never goes in. So it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Occasionally somebody <laughs> will tag me in a pickle related yeah, post it's generally or something and then I will go post. in and respond. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, join Wolt Place for accountability. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a place for support, fellowship, and serious candor about the struggles that we do face uh, in things that I didn't even know were problems like boundaries and secret eating. Uh, we do Zoom meetings. We do challenges. We have some subgroups for additional uh, support. And we also have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolt Place is right for you. And your, your Zoom presentations are fantastic. Thanks. And, and I know I'm biased because I love you and we're married and all of that, but I learned so much just from your Zoom presentations. I know. I see all those years in corporate America enjoying PowerPoint have really paid off. For yeah, me. yeah, it really has. And uh, if you would like to send us a PowerPoint deck, uh, <laughs> you can email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We uh, enjoy episode suggestions. We've taken many uh, listener emails and turned them into uh, into episodes. We also will answer your questions there. We like compliments. And you can also interact with us on social media. You can find us 
at We Only Look Thin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes and want to head over to Apple Podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. We are up to 571 by last count star reviews. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, we get new uh, reviews all the time and so appreciate it. Honestly, I wish we could uh, love, like, uh, and whatever other positive thing. Uh, angry face? No, not angry face. We've got- uh, wow. You could wow them. <laughs> wow them. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have gotten so many positive reviews, and it makes all the difference in our lives to know after five years that we're still connecting with new people. Um, so we truly appreciate it, and we truly appreciate, too, the uh, the email responses that we've gotten from listeners. It, it really means so much to us, and it also helps other people find our podcast when they are looking for inspiration and maybe some pickle-related content also. Yes, pickle-related content is my specialty. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, it really does, you know, it, Apple podcast still kind of rules the podcast world. And is, the more reviews we have on Apple, the, the higher we get boosted in search results when people are looking for podcasts like ours. So it really does help. And, um, you know, we are within striking distance of 600 reviews. Striking um, distance. So uh, <laughs> why don't you help us get, yeah. get to 600? We would really appreciate it. And another thing you can do is to uh, just tell somebody about the show. Uh, that would be a big help to us. If if you know somebody, if it comes up in conversation, if if somebody is looking for uh, for something that, like we do, if you could just give us a shout out. If you're in a Reddit group yeah. about weight loss, if you're in a Facebook group, Instagram, um, Instagram yeah, uh, and you could give us a shout out, that really helps us as well, and we would be grateful. Yep. So if you're still not sure what is more important in a relationship, sports teams or dog cats, just remember <laughs> that Donald and I are... An inspiration. Asian. What if your favorite Asian. sports team is the dog cats? <laughs> Asian. 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 The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 